What's up, everybody? Michael Johnson here with the Business Choreography Podcast, and I'm excited you joined me today because we have a very special guest. Today, we are so lucky and privileged to have on the show Lorraine Lane. Lorraine is a professional business coach as well as an author, speaker, mentor, and radio host. She has over 25 years of experience coaching and consulting large enterprises and small businesses specializing in helping them find their way of doing business. Guys, we're so lucky to have her here today and to glean as much wisdom and knowledge from her journey as we possibly can. So I'll cue the intro and we'll jump right in. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. Lorraine, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. So excited to have you on the show and be able to share your journey. Uh, those people that are frequent to the show know that I love to start with backstory. So we've got to hear the roots, how you got here, what it was on your journey that ended up with you doing this today, I can't wait to hear about this journey. So let's dig in, jump into that backstory for us. All right. Well, the backstory is I started my career in the high tech industry as an HR manager. And then the last eight years that I was with that company, I was the training and development manager for managers nationwide. Wow. So I did a lot of traveling, Right. <laughs> developed and delivered training. And it was kind of a novel thing for me, people to think about preparing people to step into management rather than just shoving them into an opening. <laughs> so so, so uh, my team and I developed a whole process for preparing people to become managers. And, and um, that was turning our management around. So we were poised to be doing the same thing for sales and marketing when on a Monday morning, my manager called me in tears and said our whole department had been laid off over the weekend. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Happy Monday. Happy so, Monday. <laughs> so, so after, that shattered my plans of thinking that I was going to retire from this illustrious company. Oh and um, so what was I going to do with the rest of my life? And uh, because I traveled so much, I didn't know, I even know my neighbors. And wow. so... So I started a job search, and this was before Indeed and Green Door and all those right. um, online sites. I mailed out hundreds of resumes and got no response. It was wow. a big, big downturn in the high-tech industry. They were laying off thousands of people. So I had the bright idea of dumbing down my resume and applying for a job to stock shelves at Home Depot. <laughs> and that Wow. They wouldn't, they wouldn't hire me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so um, I had no intention of starting my own business. That was the furthest thing from my mind. But uh, I got a call from a colleague who trained people to do a certain type of team development. And I was certified in that technology. So he called me and said, 
the trainer at the Center for Creative Leadership is sick. Can you get on a plane and go to North Carolina? Well, of course. <laughs> wow. And I had the bright idea of printing out, you know, those tear apart business cards? Yeah. <laughs> I printed a sheet of those just in case somebody should ask me for a business card. Oh my and gosh. two managers in that training did ask me for a business card. And I started consulting with these companies, just doing what I knew how to do from the corporate world. And I just kept taking all this work as, as it would come. And when it came time to do our taxes, our CPA said, well, it looks like you have your own business. You know, you've replaced your salary. And I said, absolutely not. There is no way that I'm in business for myself. So 20 years later, <laughs> I still haven't found a job. So, so, but I started a business without knowing what I was doing. And right. when I'm working with small business owners, a lot of them do the same thing. Right. So it's um, it's not a good way to go. It's not right. a good way to start a business to not know how to do all the basic things because then you have to backtrack and do things that have cost you time and money and clients. Right. So I had to learn those things and I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> so, right. Like I will tell you that... Um, yeah, I I tried to build a business without networking because that was a very scary thing for me. I, wow. I, could, I could facilitate a training in front of 40 managers, but walking into a room of strangers and doing a 30-second introduction was like, oh, please, let a sinkhole open up. <laughs> um, it, was, it was a terrifying experience, actually. Sure. And sure. Um, so I kept at it and made, did some painful learning. <laughs> and, right. and so that's what I help business owners do is I call it finding your voice. You have to find your voice. Like what's the value that you bring? And when I ask my clients that a lot of times they just talk forever and have said nothing. <laughs> it's a lot of words, but it's not communicating anything. Right. So finding that that thing that makes your heart sing, like why do you do what you do? What what is it that makes you get out of bed in the morning to do what you do? And do you love it? Do you actually love it? Do you really want to do that, or are you looking to do something else? And and how do you talk about your business? How do you right. communicate that? How do you market your business? For some, for some people, it's they're unmarketing their business. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, isn't it? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love that. You should write a book about that and title it Unmarketing Your Business. <laughs> I've written one book, and so that could be another one. Um, <laughs> yeah, learning how to how to generate referrals and how to talk about my business that was that was a big learning yeah let's jump into that just a little bit and and talk about the process of of getting comfortable with networking and and being able to do those those brief introductions and and not 
unmarketing your business. So, uh, let's talk about some of the principles behind that and and what some of our listeners can take and and start using like right now. Right. So what I'm noticing is that, you know, since COVID isolated us and people did jump onto Zoom, sure. <laughs> talk about being in the right place at the right time, right. <laughs> um, networking. And so now restrictions are lifted. So people are going to in-person networking events. And I'm an observer. I observe behaviors. I'm noticing that people are going to networking events to socialize right more than they are to build their business right that's, that's not wrong it's just I, that's what i'm noticing so how are you then building your business so i'm doing some market research with people saying so if the networking that you're doing isn't generating leads and referrals for you how are you building your business right mm, yeah not not so much Right. I'm trying this and I invested in this and I'm trying that. How is that going for you? Well, I'm working it. <laughs> so in other words, it's not working very well. Um, <laughs> so the networking piece, I did the faithful every week going and, and you know, I held the president a role and, and so on and so forth. And I drank the Kool-Aid, you know, sure. you know, the, the saying that, um, the people around the table are going to be your sales force. Mm -hmm. Not so much. Right. <laughs> They're there to sell themselves and not you. Right. So I thought I had made, you know, they were going to sell for me. Well, that didn't happen. Sure. So I realized Mm, I was going to have to do this myself and find, find a way. So I stopped the formal networking group. Right. And then I thought, okay, now you did that. Now what are you going to do? So I was going to any and all networking events that I could go to. I joined a chamber and I studied this <laughs> and I realized that there people didn't have a plan, right? Went to events, met a few people, had a drink or ate lunch. And that was it. That was networking, but they weren't building a network, right? So that's what I teach people to do is to build a network for themselves. Doesn't mean you don't go to networking events, but you have a plan for the activity that you're doing. Right. And measure it. Are you getting results? Are you, are you helping other people? Are you conscious of how you talk about your business? Are you following up? Right. So, all of that, all of that is hugely important and it takes attention and it takes a real thought process of who are the people that you need to meet. Right. So if you are, oh, let's pick on somebody. If you are a, <laughs> you know, a contractor and you're looking for people who want to build a custom home, 
and you go to networking events where there are people who are senior citizens in a assisted living facility, they're not interested in in purchasing <laughs> or investing in a custom home. Right. 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 So the thought process isn't there for so many people. They have not identified their target market and they don't know how. Right. It's, it's like anybody who can pay me some money is my target market. Well, that isn't true. Right. So that piece is missing for so many small business owners. Right. So then you can't, you can't direct your activity or your messaging if you don't know who that is. Yeah. The other thing is how to, how to generate and accept referrals. So if, if you don't know how to give a referral, then it, it doesn't land. You know, right. if, if I say to somebody, oh, I met this great guy um, and he interviews business people. Why don't you give him a call? Do you think that person is going to call you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I say, hey, Michael, I have somebody that I think would be a great guest for you. Would you like me to arrange a Zoom meeting so I can introduce you? That would be and then I can tell you about this person the two of you can have a chat and that would be a good referral for you right right but what happens is people say oh call my neighbor they need to have their house painted here's their number that painter yeah. is not going to call those people um that's not a referral that's not even a lead right right so when when I give a referral now, it's a it's a process and it's a staged event. <laughs> right. Right. And, and I'm very careful about the referrals that I give. I have to know that the person I've referred my contact to is going to handle them with care and consideration the way I would. Right. Exactly. So I, I learned this painfully because I thought all the people in this networking group that I belonged to were trustworthy. Right. Because we all belong to the same group and we needed to refer each other and all that blah. <laughs> so I had a client from that group, thank goodness. And she had a business that within a couple of years could have grown to be a million dollar business. And her computers were having problems. So I said to her, why don't we call this guy who's in the group who says he's a computer person? He fixes, he brought her business to its knees for days. Did right. not know what he was doing. So I learned my, my lesson. I thought, oh my God, I referred him and she is painfully suffering through this disaster. And so I realized that was not a way to generate referrals. So right. now if I'm going to give a referral. I make sure that the person I'm referring is trustworthy, does good work, will support 
my client or my friend or family and I can trust that person. Sure. I make sure I make a personal introduction and after that I follow up. Okay, so I would go back to whoever I referred to and say, how was it to work with Michael? Was it nice. great? <laughs> right. Yes, because, because then if the person says that was awesome, I'm going to be aware of other people to refer to you because, right. okay, yeah. So it, you're putting your reputation on the line when you give a referral. Sure. It's, it's a big deal. It is a big yeah. deal. And I treat it like a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Well, how do you get over the uh, process of just a lot of people think that others are just naturally good at, at networking and they just have such an easy time of, of being in that space. And I don't think that's true. I think maybe a majority of people are awkward and feel strange being in there. They know they want to ask people if, if they need their services, but they don't want to be rude or overbearing salespeople type thing. Yeah. So like everybody's there and they're all kind of dancing around this idea that they want to sell, but yeah. everybody's kind of being awkward. And then you've got the one or two, you know, over that the, they're okay with networking and they're just trying to introduce everybody. Right. So how do you get through that realm and get over that awkwardness in that space? It takes practice. <laughs> it takes practice because when I, for, first started this, I would get to a networking event, turn around and go home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, it was, it was painful. Um, oh and so I, I had to get over that. I had, to, I had to, because all the books and everyone was saying, you've got to network. And I right. couldn't find, I read all the books. I read 17 books on networking they all, on business, business building. They all said, yeah, to network. I was trying to find another way and I, I was unsuccessful. Right. <laughs> so I'll tell you a story about this one, one time I, I went to, um, they have a, a, a club called the center club down in Tampa and, and professionals and the people who know people are there. And I was invited to go by by a colleague. And I and it was a drive. It was a 40-minute drive. I got to the parking garage and I thought, you know what? I I think I have other things to do. And I, <laughs> I almost left. And I thought, this is silly. This is really silly. So I sat in my car and I thought, I'm going to be the hostess at this event. And and introduce other people and not sit in the corner and be awkward. Right. Right. And after I meet three people, I can go home. There you so, go. So, so I had three business cards in my jacket pocket. And once I handed out three business cards, then I was allowed to go home. So, so I went in thinking I'm going to find somebody who is more awkward and more not wanting to be here than me. Right. So I need to find that person. <laughs> so here he was at the other end of the room, holding <laughs> the door casing, <laughs> dressed, dressed in a nice suit and so on. So I made a beeline for that guy. And I said to him, 
hi, my name is Lorraine, and you look as scared to be here as I am. He goes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, let's support each other. Why are you here? He said, I lost my job at FedEx, and part of the process for finding a job they have me hooked up with this search firm i have to go to three networking events before my next meeting <laughs> which is in two days oh geez <laughs> it's like an aa meeting I intervention <laughs> and i said well i know a couple of people here would you like me to introduce you he goes okay and i said and tomorrow there's a meeting of HR people. So you could come there and I'll introduce you to some HR people. So I said, okay. So I introduced him to a couple of people. We said, good night. I was there for about a half hour because right. <laughs> I handed out three business cards. Bye-bye. <laughs> nice. So the next day I was there again for that HR meeting and he came. I was shocked. He came and sat at the table. And so they asked us to introduce ourselves. I introduced him that I had met him the night before. And there was an HR person at that table that said to him, give me your resume. I have a job for you. Nice. Yeah. So that was confirmation for me. Get out of your own way and help other people. Right. That's, when you help other people, you're not focused on yourself. And um, I remember that when I go, even to this day, if I'm going into an event, I don't know anybody or I may not know anybody. Okay, let me find the person that needs some help or that I can connect some people. This happened last night. I went to an event. It was 40 minutes away, north this time, not south. And <laughs> I was invited to this event. And I keep saying no. And after a while, you run out of excuses. <laughs> so I decided, okay, I like the restaurant where it was going to be held. And, and it was awesome food. <laughs> and so I'm sitting at this table. I know a couple of people. And this guy walks in, looks lost. And I said, are you here for this event? And he says, yes. I said, why don't you sit at this table? He goes, okay. So he sits at our table. <laughs> I asked what he did. He's a graphic artist. I'm looking for a graphic artist for a client. Nice. Yes. Turned out to be a great blessing. So we're meeting on Monday morning. But go. if you can position yourself the fear will be there but get in front of it get right. in front of it and show up to help connect have a conversation and that was one thing i had to learn to do was to learn how to do small talk sure sure <laughs> because i had you know a question like what do you do and then i realized that really is not a great question because I don't like it when people ask me that. Right. And, and so having a list of questions or things that you can talk about that make that conversation easy because that helps the no like part. Of right. 
mantra, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you can keep a conversation going and people feel comfortable with you, it's easier. Right. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I, I am so glad we could go through that because I feel like that's such a, a normal challenge for people. But I know that you do a lot of other things and I want to share with everybody some of the some of the other stuff that you are an expert at. And so I'd like to hear more about what you do specialize in with businesses. We talked a little bit about it in the bio, but like what what is it that you do and and help businesses with currently? Okay. So I help with my presentation blueprint program. I help people get a 10 minute presentation ready so that again, unmarketing their business, you know, sign up to do a 10 minute presentation and then just really, Oh, it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, Oh no. So I help people get a really good 10 minute presentation because I realized, you know, like I said, I could stand up in front of 40 managers doing an all day training. Sure. Stand up and do a 10 minute presentation. Totally different. (laughs) different. Right. And so my first 10 minute presentation was a total disaster. I mean, just awful. So I whined about that with my coach for several weeks. (laughs) How awful it was. And he said, okay, when are you going to stop whining and do something about it? Right. Okay. Ooh, ouch. So I did. I got three presentations ready. And my goal was anytime I was invited to give a talk, I had to say yes. And I would let um, meeting coordinators know that if they had a last minute cancellation, they could call me and I would jump in the car and and substitute. And that happened several times where somebody would call me and say, oh, I just got a call. Can you possibly come and speak? Most of the time I was able to say yes. Right. Rearrange something or jump in and say yes. Um, so that helped me expand expand my visibility. And that's free marketing. It's free. Right. Right. right? It takes time, of course, to get that ready. So, so that I help people do that and do it well and practice. They actually practice on zoom and zoom is very different than in person right so so i have that program then i have another program um how to network your networking a game and that's that's a 12-week program where we go through all of my book on each step how to pay attention to what people are really asking you right and people just dismiss what people are saying in conversations, right? There's gold in those conversations. Oh yeah. People will say next week is my wedding anniversary. And so I write that down and I send them a card. How did you know it was my anniversary? You told me, (laughs) (laughs) but if you learn to pay attention, people give you all kinds of information, but most people don't pay attention. Sure. Yeah. Wow. I love that. Well, talk to us a little bit more about how everybody can get in touch and follow this a little further, because I think you've hit the you've hit the button there for a lot of people feeling 
awkward in those spaces and a lot of business owners that are like, I know I need to do that. Mm. And I just don't want to do that. So I can yeah. really use your help. So where do they go? How do they get in touch and how can they keep doing some more? Okay. So my website is of course, www.lanebc.com. And my email address is Lorraine with two R's at lanebc.com. And I'm, happy to have a conversation to see if I can help. And I always do that because they need to feel comfortable that they can work with me and I need to feel comfortable that I can really help and lift. No doubt. No doubt. Yes. Well, that's great. That's awesome. Guys, go check that out. LaneBC.com. That's really easy to remember and really easy to type in. You can't get it wrong. So <laughs> go check it out and take advantage of uh, all the cool things that, uh, that, that uh, Lorraine has done for you and that she's already experienced the hard part and gone through some of the, uh, the woes and pains and aches of this whole process. And now you can just take advantage of it. That's the best thing, right? That's why we read books. That's why we work with coaches and mentors is to do that. Uh, Lorraine, are there some last words you can leave us with uh, as we uh, head out? So some last final wise words for our listeners? Yeah, let me think. Um, so one of one of the things to pay attention to is the words that you use to talk about yourself and your business. You know, when I hear like there's a woman that I help, she would stand up and she'd say, I'm just a realtor, you know what I do, and she'd sit down and I thought, oh please. <laughs> <laughs> so I took her out for coffee and said, Lisa, Lisa. What is it that you love about being a realtor? Well, you know, I help people list their home, sell their home. So I thought, okay, I got to dig a little deeper. So, you know, what, what clients do you like to work with? Well, she loved working with first time home buyers. So I said, why? And so on. So I helped her get a 30 second introduction. We practiced it a lot. And the next networking meeting was at a chamber that um, we were meeting, I think once a month or something. Anyway, she stood up. She didn't half stand. She stood up and she said, I'm a realtor and I love working with, you could hear a pin drop in the room. It was like, everybody turned around to see if it was the same person. <laughs> and she got referrals, really serious referrals of people. My son is looking for his first house. My neighbor's daughter's looking for their first house. It was a total change. Right. So how do you describe what it is you love to do and the value that you bring, that will change how people see you and react to you. Right. I love that. That's that it's really great. Guys, think about that and think about how you're positioning yourself, right? Use these yeah. wise words. And if you're not sure, hit the pause button, rewind, listen again. Yeah. And uh, yeah. let's get this down, right? Because there are so many people that need what you do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I believe and we believe here at, at Business Choreography, all boats rise in the tide. Mm. So help the tide rise and then get in the boat. And so, you know, you got to do your part. So guys, until next time, don't forget, 
keep choreographing your business. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. Want more business choreography? Check out our website at bizchoreo.com to find out more. And find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Remember, every business needs choreography.